This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the audio broadcast ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today we continue in our Christmas series called Jesus Came to Light Up Your Life. In these messages, Rick shares how Jesus came to earth to enlighten and transform us. But before we get started, we want to let you know that very generous friends of the ministry are offering a $100,000 matching grant. That means every dollar you give right now to help Daily Hope share the hope of Jesus around the world will be matched up to $100,000, making your gift go twice as far. You can find out more by going to PastorRick.com or by texting the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Now, here's Pastor Rick Warren with part two of a message called, When God Changes Your Plans. Now, the truth is, most of us are poor listeners, and we're so busy talking that we don't have time to listen to God. We listen to the radio, we listen to TV, We listen to social media, we listen to talk news, but God can't get through. And so God gets a busy signal. Have you ever put God on call waiting? Yeah, you have, you just didn't realize it. Now look at these verses. Psalm 81 verse 13 says this. God says, I wish my people would listen to me. You see, when it comes to listening to God, I think all of us have ADD. We have attention deficit disorder. And so God often has to change our plans because we're not listening. If we had been listening, we would have gotten in with his plan and he wouldn't have had to change our plan. But when God has to change my plan, it just means I was not listening. I went ahead and made my plans without consulting God, without talking to God, without considering, without listening to God. James chapter four, it says this, verse 13 to 15. Now listen, there's that word, listen. Now listen, you who say, today or tomorrow we'll go to this or that city and spend a year there and carry on business and we're gonna make money. What's wrong with that sentence? Uh, Make it a plan to go to a city, spend some time there, do a business, and make a profit. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. There's only one thing that's wrong with it. God isn't mentioned in it. They haven't consulted God. Is God in your business plan? Is God in your business plan? They said, there's nothing wrong with making a profit. There's nothing wrong with building a business. But he says this. Those of you who say, today or tomorrow, we will go to this or that city, we'll spend a year there, we'll carry on business, we'll make money. Why, you don't even know what will happen tomorrow. We could have a 9-11 tomorrow. Nobody knew the day before 9-11 happened what was gonna change our world for the rest of our lives. Nobody knew one day before COVID hit what COVID was gonna do. Instead, he says, you ought to say, If it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. So circle that phrase, if it is the Lord's will. Should you make plans? Yes, the Bible says we should make plans counting on God to help us. But we make plans saying, if it is the Lord's will, I'm gonna go to this or that city, plan a business, and make some money. If it is the Lord's will, 
I'm going to go to that college. I'm going to do that vacation. If it is the Lord's will, I'm going to do this or that or this or that. You bring God into your planning. And if you do that, then God doesn't have to change your plans as often as he does. Now, why does God want us to listen to him? Spare us problems. Keep us from walking into dead ends. He can see ahead. He can see the future. You can't. God can see around the curve, the mountain curve. You don't know if somebody's coming the opposite direction, so you can't pass the car going up the mountain because you can't see around the slow driving trailer in front of you. But God can see all the way around them. He can see the end of the road. And that's why he says, if it is God's will, we consult God. When God is changing our plans, it's because we weren't listening. Proverbs 16, 25. There is a path before each person that seems right, but it ends in death. How many times have you and I made a decision, headed down a path, and it was a dead end? And you thought, this has got to be the right thing to do. This has got to be the right person to marry. This has got to be the right investment. This has got to be the right, whatever. And it wasn't. You weren't listening. You weren't listening to God. So often we make decisions that we thought was gonna be right, but it turned out to be a disaster. And the reason why was limited perspective. You can't see the whole picture, God can. You remember when you were a child, your parents had a larger, larger perspective than you did, and uh, they would tell you do this and don't do that and do this and don't do that, don't touch the hot stove. It didn't make a whole lot of sense, it looked pretty cool. Uh, but you didn't listen. And so you got hurt, you got burned. The same way, the Bible says there are certain things to avoid. When we don't listen, then we run, go down dead ends and God has to change our plans. When, when God says, I want you to listen, it's always for our benefit. When God changes your plans, it's always for your benefit. God knows the heartache, he knows the pain, he knows the grief, he knows the guilt that will result from a wrong decision. So God says, I'm trying to get your attention. God got the attention of those at the first Christmas in dramatic ways. But today he can do it a lot less dramatically because we have his word. Now, here's the second reason why God changes your plan. And when God changes your plan, it means this. God has a better plan. God has a better plan than yours. God will never change your plan because yours was better. He will only change your plan because his is better. Now we don't often see how it's better and that's why uh, you know it takes faith. But God says I have a better plan. And, and scripture specifically tells us that there are three parts to God's better plan. I want you to write this down. Number one, the Bible tells us that God's plan is always good. God's plan is good. One of the most famous verses in the Bible, Jeremiah 29, 11. I know what I'm planning for you, says the Lord. Remember God has plans for you, big plans, eternal plans, lifelong, but there's not, not an exaggeration to say God's plan go on and on and on forever in your life, because his plans are forever. God says, I have good plans for you, not plans to hurt you, I will give you a hope 
and I will give you a good future. Circle the word hope and the word good in that verse. God's plan is a good plan. So if I understand that, then when God changes my plan, I don't get upset. I don't get uptight because I know, okay, my, my plan's getting changed. God's got a good plan. It's a better plan. Number two, it's a more rewarding plan. God's plan is more rewarding. Now, I'm not talking about simply rewarding here on earth. That's part of it. But it's also ultimately rewarding forever and ever and ever in heaven. When I cooperate, when you cooperate with God's plan, it's not only the secret to significance now and satisfaction here. Significance and satisfaction come from following God's purpose and plan in your life. But it's also the one that will reward me forever and ever and ever. Look at this next verse. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 2 verse 9, no one has ever seen or heard or even imagined what wonderful things God has prepared for those who love him. You cannot even imagine what God would like to do through you. If God were to show you what he'd like to do through your life, it'd blow your mind. You go, me, what, are you kidding me? Little old me, you have no idea what God would like to do through your life if you would follow his plan. See, God has a plan for your life, but he, he lets you choose. A lot of people miss God's plan for their life because they choose to go with their plan. You have no idea how cool God's plan is for your life if you would just start listening and say, God, thy will be done, not my will be done. What you want in my life, I don't want what I want because my want, my want to is broken. We all have broken desires. I want to desire what you desire, God. And no one has ever seen or heard or even imagined the wonderful things that God has prepared for those who love him. I mean, think about, go, let's go back to the first story. Mary and Joseph, you know what they wanted? They just wanted to get married. Normal, natural desire. We just want to get married. God's plan, uh, I'd like to bless the entire world through your marriage. A little bit better plan. It's better and it's often bigger. God's plan will be bigger and better than your plan for your life. God's not going to give you a tinier plan than you have God's gonna, you're not thinking big enough because you're not listening to God. They just wanted to get married. God says, no, I wanna bless the whole world through your marriage. So God's plan is good. God's plan is better and bigger. But here's the, here's the catch, here's the third one. This is the, the tough, but I always tell you the truth. God's plan is sometimes harder. You need to write that down. If you're looking for the easiest plan in life, don't go with God's plan. If I'll say it, I'll be as honest as I can. If you're looking for the easiest plan in life, don't follow God. It's a mistake. But if you're looking for the easiest way out in life, it's not gonna be God's plan. Because God is more interested in your character than your comfort. God's plan 
I'll tell you from personal experience, I've been walking with the Lord for 60, 62 years now. God's plan for your life can be difficult. It can be confusing at times. It sometimes doesn't make sense. And sometimes God's plan involves pain. Because God isn't here to coddle you and just give you every whim. He's not your genie. God wants you to grow up. He wants you to be a a woman of God, a man of God. He wants you to have spiritual strength, spiritual muscle. He don't want you to be a wimp. He wants you to to not be a baby that whines at everything. So how do you grow? Through pain sometimes. We, We did a whole series on that for four weeks or three. First Peter says this, look at that verse on your outline. First Peter chapter four. Dear friends, don't be surprised. In other words, don't go, what? Dear friends, don't be surprised at the painful troubles and tests you suffer. As though something unusual were happening to you. Rather be glad that you're sharing Christ's sufferings so that you may be full of joy when his glory is revealed. So I'm being honest with you. God's plan for your life is better than your plan. It's bigger, it's a good plan, it's a hopeful plan, it's a plan that will be rewarded here on earth and in heaven, but it's not always the easiest thing. And you gotta say, I'm willing to put up with the pain in order to get the reward. You see, think about the plan God had for Mary. She and Joseph, they just wanted to get married. It wasn't easy for Mary to face the gossip as an unwed mother. Remember, she wasn't married, she's pregnant. It wasn't easy for her to explain that to her mom and her sisters and anybody else. It wasn't easy. It was a painful plan that involved Mary riding on a donkey on a long trip to Bethlehem the day before she delivers. I wouldn't wish that on any pregnant woman. Ride a donkey for days in the last final days of your pregnancy. I I can't think of it, there's no way to say that's gonna be happy and fun, okay? And then it wasn't easy for her to deliver her first baby alone, by herself, without her mom, without her aunts, without any midwife, alone, first baby, in a stable, instead of at home with people around who could care for her and had gone through delivery process before. That wasn't Mary's plan, but it was God's plan. Mary must have asked a thousand times as she's going through labor in a stable by herself. Why? Why, God? And you're gonna go through those experiences in life when you're going through pain and you're going, why? Why am I going through this pain right now? Not until later did she understand the full implications of everything that was happening and that it was all intended for good. Now that leads to the third thing you need to remember when your plans get messed up by God. God's trying to get your attention. God has a better plan. And here's the third thing you need to remember. God wants you to trust him. 
Thank you so much for listening to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. We've got some incredible news to share with you. Very generous friends have given a $100,000 matching grant to this ministry. That means all this month, every dollar you give to help Daily Hope share the transforming love of Jesus with people around the world will be matched up to $100,000. Here's Rick to tell you more. I know I tell you this all the time, but again, I want you to know how much I thank God for you and appreciate your support of Daily Hope. We couldn't do this without your prayers, and we can't do it without your financial gifts. And I know that for many of you, this is a real sacrifice in order to be able to support the ministry of Daily Hope as we take the message of Christ literally around the world into places that nobody else is going to. As you consider your year in giving, I want to ask you to consider about sending your greatest gift to Daily Hope that you've ever given. You know, the great news is that in this month, your financial gift will be doubled because a generous friend is offering a $100,000 matching grant. And they've challenged all of the rest of us to give as much as we can, and they will match it up to $100,000. That means that every dollar you give to Daily Hope in December, up to $100,000, will be doubled. You give $25, it's like giving $50. And if you give $100, it's like giving uh, $200. And if you're able to give $1,000 or more, it will be doubled. Your generosity, and of course, Christmas is all about the spirit of generosity. God so loved the world that he gave. Your generosity makes this ministry possible. It allows us to reach into refugee camps. It allows us to reach out around the world, overseas. It allows us to reach people who could not ever afford to pay for any discipleship tools or materials. So your donations matter. Let me ask you a a personal favor. Don't forget to pray for us during this season. We're praying for you. Let me know that you prayed. It really blesses me to hear from you. You, I love the letters, the emails, the cards, the stories that come in, because it helps me realize we truly are partnering together in this ministry. It's not about me. It's about the Word of God, and it's about what we can do together that none of us could do on our own. We are more effective together. We're better together. Thanks for listening today, everybody, and join me next time as we continue to look into God's Word for our daily hope. God bless you, and have a great Christmas season. Any gift you give will be matched by very generous friends up to $100,000. This matching grant is only available until midnight on December 31st, so please contact us today. You can give right now by going to PastorRick.com or by texting the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. We'll say thanks by sending you this year's brand new Daily Hope Prayer Journal. Again, that's PastorRick.com or text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Thank you so much for your support. Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.